You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla. King of the casters with NBN and Brandon. And Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of Casters. I am your host, NB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper is out. We don't have time for bits, honestly, so we're going to skip past that because... Fuck! <laughs> so, folks, um, today we're talking about uh, 1995's Godzilla vs. Destroya. And, um, and folks... This is the best Godzilla movie. I am... I'm... <laughs> listen, there's one competitor that could possibly be better from based on reputation. Uh, and possibly Shin Godzilla might end up being it, but I legitimately believe... We just watched, of all Godzilla movies, the best Godzilla movie. I I think I'd have to agree. I think it's at least better than Biollante. Yeah, which like, is crazy. We love Biollante. Biollante was our high bar. For yeah. And now, like, Destroya, I think, is the new, is the new gold standard. It, Holy fuck. It's like, while we were watching it, at a certain point, we were like, oh, this would be like a 40-minuter. This will be a good one. Well, we, we, were, we were trying to push it to be a 40-minute because we uh, we got some stuff. Uh, exciting episode next week, folks. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah uh, but we were like, okay, we'll pick you pretty short. Maybe it'll be about, like, Space Godzilla. But, like, there is so much more in this movie. Jesus. it uh, Like, and I got the feeling, uh, like, 15 minutes in, I'd say that, like, Fuck, Bran, we're watching something special right now. And Bran was like, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Because there's been some strong openings that have just quickly floundered. But, like, holy fuck. I think that this is easily top three Godzillas. For me, like, right at this moment, and it may get more from there. There, This is far and away my favorite. Far and away my favorite. So, uh, background, folks, for Godzilla vs. Destroya. Godzilla vs. Destroya was designed and, you know, was the final in the Heizai series. And if you know from the Heizai series of Godzilla films, they are narratively connected, each one of them. Some better than others, but, like, narratively they are connected. So this is kind of the grand finale to everything Heizai was setting up as things. And, And just Godzilla in general was setting up since the first movie. Yeah. It's... It's fantastic. Like it really is. It would easily if someone's like, "Hey, what Godzilla movie should I watch?" I would recommend the first one, and then you could you if you want to go with absolute basics, first one, Biolante, and now this one. Like it's that good. <laughs> it's like a perfect send off to Godzilla. Yeah, and that's actually probably first one, then Biolante, then this one is probably the order you should for full comprehension watch them. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I mean. Think, um, yeah, if yeah. you watch. Do we have to recommend if Return of Godzilla in that watch sort of then? I guess it introduces characters. I, I think you need Return for Bio, to understand Biolante. Yeah, because and you need Biolante to understand Destroya. Well, more like a Biolante is also a really good movie. It is, <laughs> but like, awesome, but yeah, you'd want to. That's the only like I would you know highly recommend you see Biolante before Destroya. But like. Oh my god, like, if you were someone who had not even seen any other Godzilla movie past the first one, 
and just knew it was such a cultural thing. Yeah. I think this would still work. Like, it's, it's such a, I mean, the uh, movie is entirely based in the first one in conversation. We'll we'll talk about this when we get to my section where I get the all theme. Like, but, uh, so I guess we can, we'll, uh, we'll zoom into what that monster do. So, I want to I'm gonna keep this really short because, like I said, we really want to focus and like dive into these themes that come up in this movie. One of the first for the series, I think, and um, for Godzilla movies. Themes? Themes? What? <laughs> so Godzilla uh, in this movie is I want to make sure I get the name right for what Godzilla is because Godzilla in this movie becomes like a different kind of Godzilla. Like he, essentially, he's going supernova. Uh, like, uh, while Bran figures out the name, uh, it's, the situation is that he is burning Godzilla. Yeah, burning Godzilla. Like, so he's pretty much, he's over his time and he's amassed too much nuclear power and he's heating up and he's gonna explode into essentially a nuclear bomb large enough to wipe out the entire Earth. Yeah, like he's he's such a he's a ticking nuclear reactor. Yeah, and because of that, he's like large. I think he's gotten like girth. He's wider in this movie. Yeah, he's like, a thicker we, boy. We, we, we joked about. There's a famous <laughs> anecdote about like uh, about the fact that like uh, the Toho executives who saw the initial design for the American Godzilla for uh, for 2014 American Godzilla like said that. He was perfect for America because he was too fat, uh, and <laughs> he's pretty chunky. Th- this. this is much chunkier than twenty fourteen Godzilla, I'd say. Uh, About yeah. maybe it's just the posture because, like, American Godzilla is so hunched over. But like, the whole thing is that he's burning Godzilla. And he's larger. He has like these red splotches of like like lighting, like LED yeah. bright lights happening all the time. His nuclear breath is kind of like. Closer to what we'd see on monsters you'd be facing in the past. Yeah. Like this big red beam with like a, like a, it's like a blue, like electric streak circling it. Yeah. Like really cool effects on this. Which is funny because reading the behind the scenes, this is like one of the like harshest production schedules for the effects. Jeez. Which is crazy because they look great. <laughs> like they're good. Yeah. I think there's some moments like those are like weird miniatures, but like it's overall looks good. So like we have yeah. Burning Godzilla. He's the main guy. It's like, you know he's like his time is running out in this movie, and then we have Godzilla Junior, who at the start of this movie there's like some volcanic eruption that accelerated this, who's now like a teenager, and he it's essentially the go- the high side Godzilla standard design but like scaled down a bit, which probably means it's the same suit but the miniatures around him <laughs> were bigger. Uh, it's Perhaps, I think it looks a little different. It looks a little thinner, like like. Godzilla Jr. It's like he can tell he's a he is a Godzilla, but he's a little like ganglier, a little like you know like yeah. an awkward like you know an awkward teenager who like just shot up like a foot. Where it's like they're still kind of gangly. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of that. Like he definitely was a new suit for him, but he is ba- like you said basically he's like original Godzilla. Like any other high zai movie Godzilla, this is what he's like. You know, same like same breath, not as big as. You know, Heisei Godzilla is, but same kind of design sensibilities on him. Two rows of teeth, all that jazz. The biggest one, that, <laughs> there's so many different forms of this thing, is Destroya. Destroya has, I think, okay, we have aliens, the aliens form. 
I guess the other one's just big aliens form when they get bigger. We have aliens form. We have micro form, aliens form, Biolante looking form, flying form, and then like Godzilla form <laughs> kind of thing. There's so many different forms for because the story keeps evolving and changing throughout the movie. Yeah. At a certain point, like they're more alien creatures. They're kind of like the size of aliens. They're kind of this mix between crustaceans and like insects. Looks like kind of like yeah, they. They look like kind of like Starship Trooper bugs uh, during when they're in their small form. Yeah, and they're like there's alien sequences that are really fun, and there's the, they've got the mandible. They got the mandible pop out like thing the, from aliens. Yeah. And the thing is, there's not just one of them. There's like dozens of these like smaller ones, and they get bigger throughout the movie. And then like as they go on, they get bigger, and then at some point they form into one huge one that reminisces. Like I said, the design wise is pretty biolante like they're red they're like carapace bug creature these kind of like big like bone bat ear looking things yeah <laughs> like on their crest kind of looks a bit like a triceratops on like the kinda crest looks head. a bit like a nato king uh, yeah exactly yeah a nato king because <laughs> pokemon came out before uh, after a few years after by destroya came out yeah. that could have been an inspiration on the design yeah, it, that, that would make sense. Because, like, Destroy it kind of looks like a red Nido King. So you have, like, Biolite looking for him. He's got like, these big tendrils. And then later in the movie, he turn, he can transform like Hedora does into flying form. And he zooms away. And then at some point in the movie, after he gets some Godzilla Jr. DNA, I think, he turns into, like, this bigger, like, bipedal, like, Godzilla kind of looking bat monster like kind of like dragon bat need okay yeah really cool design like about as complex as i would want a godzilla design to be but like really cool and he's he's great so destroys in this his powers of like you know he is like the manifestation of the oxygen destroyer and that's his abilities and powers and that brings into some very interesting themes so those are the big kaijus in this movie and um I think um, <laughs> I have a few trivia things before we get into the some yeah. narrative things. So <laughs> I had to bring this one up at least. So they were working on this, and they were like, okay, we're, this is going to be the final Godzilla movie, right? Final Godzilla movie. Behind the scenes stuff, a lot of people worked on this, and it was like their last big Godzilla movie, and they were from it from the beginning. Huh. Like, this was the last Godzilla film where Tomiyuki Tanaka was credited on as a producer. Because, like, this was his big thing. He was considered, like, you know, the founding father of Godzilla and catering it for so long. Like, this is his big last one, but... Kevin Feige could never. (laughs) The the final film score for composer Akira Ifukabe. Oh, and his work on this is so good. It's really good. Like, as Godzilla enters the final battle after his... After Godzilla Jr. has been killed, uh, like... They do like this reorchestration of the traditional theme. Oh, it's excellent. And it's so, the arrangement is so good. Excellent. Yeah. So then, um, also, yeah, this was his last film on the composing. He he was there from the beginning, the original yeah. one. And then all these things about like just this is like the last hurrah of a lot of people who started with yeah. Godzilla, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> So originally, this was going to be the last Godzilla movie until the 50th anniversary film. Because, oh, America, they're planned to do a trilogy of the American Godzilla movies. 
Godzilla when, 98, baby! Yeah, and that did not happen, so they went to start doing Millennium afterwards. Yeah. But the big thing was that um, the original premise... The original premise of this movie, before it became Destroya and all this cool stuff, and all this really interesting thematic thing. Rodan. And I really, I really wish... Please tell me Rodan. I really wish this was... I really, I want Destroy to stay here, but if they had to make another one, I'm just going to give you the title. Ready? Yeah. Godzilla versus Ghost Godzilla. <laughs> Folks, you can't see this because this is an audio medium, but uh, my jaw has been dropped for the past 30 seconds. Uh, I'm recovering now from that, but like, the idea of a Ghost Godzilla? A ghost of which one? Would it have been a... Would it have, I wonder if they took a lot of the legacy stuff and brought that... And that's... They eventually went with Destroyer because it's kind of less stupid. But I wonder if it would have been a ghost of the... Of 54. It was supposed to be. Oh my <laughs> god! It was supposed to be Godzilla versus the ghost of the original Godzilla. Which... Is fucking amazing, and I need I want that as a movie. I love, but I think Destroy is better. Like yeah, I think Destroy yeah. is better for dealing with things seriously a bit. Yeah, yeah. But if I, if, but like, it, it, like I, for dumbness, I would really want there to also. And be. I think you, I think you'd still have that entry. I think this was okay. So I think Destroy operates in a very similar way to what they would have been trying to do with Ghost Godzilla, in that like it works as a as a ghost as a kaiju that can make let you easily engage with the legacy of the first film and its meaning because that's this film is obsessed with the legacy of the first Godzilla film and that's really what it's closing the loop like it's it's really good because so much of this is debating Sirizawa's debating Sirizawa's choice in his use of the Oxygen Destroyer and the ways he did, and it doesn't really fall one way or another. It keeps it very nuanced and, like, like, well, I mean, I think it definitely believes Sirizawa's choice was a bad one, actually. actually. I'm still debating this. We just freshly watched this, but I think the movie ultimately falls on the idea that Sirizawa's choice to unleash the Oxygen Destroyer at all, no matter what his intentions, was a bad one. Because mm -hmm. it, it had consequences. Yeah, because the personification of the Oxygen Destroyer is horrible. And at first you think, oh, they're going to use it to kill to kill Godzilla and save the day again. But yeah, no. They don't. Sirius, but it, the Destroyer has nothing, has, like, does not really impact end up impacting the way to save the day from Godzilla. It's so it's it's a whole different method. So it's a more absolutist ideal on the on the use of deadly weaponry like that. Because you know they yeah. use ice cannons, which aren't meant to kill anything. <laughs> They're just meant to like yeah. stop it. Yeah, they so it's oh god, it's so good. Oh okay. Any more trivia? Yeah, so I wanted to bring up the uh, the big reason they didn't go with Ghost Godzilla is because they were like, we don't want to have him fight him a version of himself for the third time in a row because yeah. the previous two was Mechagodzilla two, 
Space Godzilla. Like, yeah. Ghost Godzilla. It's fucking awesome. I really need that. I want to know if that's... I'm going to look at that as a thing later. But um, it makes sense they want to do that again with things. But um, in terms of other things, uh, the actress that shows up, the series, you know, the yeah, woman they, you referenced series, they do have is a the ca- same actor. Yeah, they do have a cameo of the leading lady from the first one. Yeah, she passed away just a few years later. And they've got a, fo- a photo cameo of Dr. Yamane himself. And the Stegosaurus skeleton. The Stegosaurus shows up. We, <laughs> I don't know why we've latched on to that Stegosaurus so it's much. It's such a big thing in his office. Yeah, and they do. And I the move, I guess other, the franchise as a whole does also latch on to that. Because it appears here as a tell. It appears in Singular Point. It appears in a couple of other things. I yeah. Believe. Oh, Yamane. Oh, yeah. So that's... That actor is great in Seven Samurai. I feel like we've talked about this on the show before, actually, but his performance in Seven Samurai is great. He's the main samurai. Ooh. Well, him and... The two main samurai are him as the elder statesman and then uh, Kishoro Mifune, uh, who is a, was a frequent Akira Kurosawa collaborator, uh, like, as... This young guy trying to prove himself, samurai. Okay. So I guess we can. So with that, what that monster do out of the way, I think it's time we yeah we get into that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's. So maybe. Uh, uh. So. Plot. I guess. Cause yeah, plot's great. The opening of this is fucking fantastic. Yes, it is. It. We start right with this, with burning Godzilla wrecking shit. And you're like, what the fuck happened between Space yeah. Godzilla and this? Because he's big, red, and glowing, and he's, yeah. like, attacking the city, and everyone's like, holy shit. And we get this amazing attack sequence, and then we cut to, and then we cut to conversation about, wait, what just happened? Which is, like, we were talking about this, and not many Godzilla films start in media res. No, uh, they're very much, like... This monster's starting to be a thing. Like, it's yeah, so... We, we, it starts at the beginning of the story. Yeah, we watch time. the... Yeah, it's a very early point of attack always. And this just... It's already begun. And we're gonna... We're gonna... We've shown you this sequence. Now we're gonna take a little bit of time to figure out what's going on so the story can explain itself. And yeah. it, it works great. great. Strong opening. Like, oh, shit. We can run into this. And it's just like... Oh, he's melting down, and also, oh, ba- Godzilla Jr. At first, they think that with the new burning Godzilla just going rogue, he just fucking murdered his child. Is <laughs> yeah. their first thought? Which, holy fuck, that is proven incredibly wrong by the end of it. Yeah, and and that the psychic lady who has the connection with Godzilla and Godzilla Jr. Miki, something. Like I think that. her name she's, is. She's Miki. been like so many of these at this point. She uh, she's a mainstay. Yeah, she is, she's like, she won't believe that, and turns out she's vindicated, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Junior still kicking. And then, we start getting, uh, and, so there's the sign, the main crew of people who are important are all three kind of, like, reflections of, not the main three of the movie because there's no there's no the military guy from the first one, mm-hmm. but it's a young Yamane, right. uh, who is Doctor Yamane's grandson. Uh, oh, the college student. Yes. Yeah, the college student. He's like super knowledgeable of Godzilla, yeah. 
but he he's he's definitely like we should use the yeah. weapon. Like we need to kill yeah. him. We a, need to get rid of it. A stand-in for the female lead, who is also a Yamane, but is not. Which actually, the female lead was Doctor Yamane's daughter, so that still works. But well, uh, <laughs> then then a, uh, a new business guy who he's fucking around with uh, with micro oxygen uh, for a. No, an oxygen replenisher so that he can help the world. Yeah, because like, he's trying to... I think you mentioned yeah. something about, oh, this could make fish grow bigger, which mm-hmm. helps us with food or something. Who they cast an actor who looks a lot like Dr. Sirozawa. Same kind of haircut, too. Yeah, so... Which was like, very Definitely reminiscent, yeah. reminiscent of this. Also, they do cut back to a lot of... to some footage from the first one in, like, flashback kind of stuff. Kind of like, not, like, for prolonged periods, but it's almost like it's very not experimental at this point. It would have been experimental and like it's very Fosse esque <laughs> in its editing style, uh, where just these very rapid cut tos, or, or I guess not Fosse esque because Fosse took that from Eisenstein. Really, this is where I get to be a film nerd. Uh, but yeah, they're cutting like brief cuts. Of, like, stuff. To like the Oxygen Destroyer. Godzilla dying in the skeleton. Dr. Sirozawa, who I finally realized is actually really hot. Uh, but the Godzilla like, bones. It's very explicit that, like... He looked very sweaty and distressed, and I think that's what's doing it for me. Those are, like, big turn-ons over here. <laughs> so the, it's very explicit in this movie. The original Godzilla from the first one's dead. That Oxygen Destroyer yes. killed it. That was something that they'd always been very coy about in hindsight if this was, like... Oh, actually, he survived. It's a blue kind of like, but it is a second Godzilla. Yeah, it's a very, it's a second Godzilla, and they're like, "Well, do we use the oxygen destroyer? Do we not?" Like while this is happening, they excavate some soil from, from the, the yeah site where the first one went off in this la- in this bi- marine biology uh, lab, I believe, because it's got a bunch of like aquarium shit in it, uh, and. They're looking at, oh, we get such a cool sequence leading up. Like, there's so many cool sequences that I feel like the security guard sequence gets overridden, but, like, it's... But it's good. And it's so well shot of just, like, he's walking through and he's hearing these sounds and, like, first... it's, like, an overhead aquarium. Yeah. And you're like... And then he, like, starts looking at individual fish as they're just... Decaying. Like fucking like they ah like just like decayed to nothing and bones. And he's like, what the oh my god. Because reminiscent of, you know, when the fish happened in the first in the Yeah, which original. doesn't look as cool in the original. It's really just like a hard cut to bones. Oh, bones now. <laughs> but like it's a really good sequence and it's like, oh yeah. shit. And then you realize that something escaped from the dirt in the lab. Oh, like a little mite. Yeah. That then keeps rapidly growing and multiplying. And it's destroy a baby. It's destroy it. Goes through all those sequences, but yeah. which I was incredibly happy about because I was so concerned from how good that opening act stuff was. I was like, I don't want a have... second monster in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of thing. I was like, destroy a better be connected to this because if he just yeah. shows up from space and he's <laughs> like, I'm here, <laughs> yeah, it would kind of ruin that momentum. But because destroy is like a direct consequence to using the oxygen destroyer. Yeah. It's like, he is relevant to this theme. Okay. So then like 
the back half of this movie is extremely action oriented. Like not much plot after this point. But so a couple of things are set up. One, they have a jet that can freeze Godzilla for six hours at a time. Because uh, their whole thing is shit. God's you know our Godzilla is going to explode and ignite the atmosphere. We need to delay this. Basically, we need to delay it until we can figure out how to like stop this. Yeah. So they've got the Flyboy from. Um, and oh his shot the shot it finally like officially introducing him again is like so cool so like because first they say we got the best pilot in the biz and brandon looked at me and he was like this guy is he gonna be the flyboy (laughs) (laughs) and you you looked him up after to confirm so is that his name well it's not his name what is his character's (laughs) actual name it's uh but anyways yeah the fly so, like, then they, like, have a shot of, like, military men, and their faces are all shrouded in, like, helmets, and, like, this one guy who's the leader has, like, just his hat pulled way down, and he's looking down. They file into this, into this military plane, and they get in their seats, and the flyboys, they're all, like, because it's a special plane, their seats are back of it, and they, they go, jut forward when it's time to get you in position. So he sits down, it juts him forward, he looks up, and it's the Flyboy. It's such a cool <laughs> shot. It's a good one. There's a lot of good cinematography. Like, could you imagine like getting to feel that badass? <laughs> In uh, but yeah, so that's that's cool. Uh, yeah, so then. Uh, Godzilla Junior shows back up, and he's in the form that Brandon already discussed—that teenager form—and they have the idea of oh wait. We could kill Godzilla without killing all of us by having Destroya kill him. So they, yeah, he's the he's the same ice. He's the ace pilot. He activates the thing that kills the yeah. guy. The yeah. the pad. Yeah, that's so, him. Like, uh, but yeah, yeah. But what was his character's name? That was what oh. you were looking up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's so we could show Kuroki. Show Kuroki. Okay, that's him. And so. The plan is to lure Godzilla Jr. to Destroya in order to have to lure Godzilla to Destroya and use Destroya to kill Godzilla. Yep, because like they're like Godzilla, like they're like Destroya is a concern, but like Destroya is not gonna explode and destroy the planet. Yeah, <laughs> like there is an all uh, there is also establishing Destroya as a threat and amazing. Alien aliens esque sequence there where oh, so good. the little scuttling destroyers before they become full destroyer just like a kill a bunch of like a SWAT team in yeah. in a factory in a factory and they like shoot them with I couldn't quite describe I couldn't quite describe to you what destroyer shooting at the guys but it's like inspired it makes... it's like a little portal in their chest and like <laughs> Rick and Morty just pop out <laughs> Morty ah oh, fuck. <laughs> Fuck! No, it's post season three. It's bad. <laughs> oh no, Morty! We gotta deal with Jerry's divorce. Jesus, no! Why couldn't it have been an early season? <laughs> oh no! We're already, we're already out of ideas, Morty. <laughs> Morty, Morty, I think. I think Dan Harmon's getting mentally better, which good for him, but it's really decreasing the quality of the show. No, Morty. 
<laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> so they're fighting. Uh, and Destroya's like gang up, and they become super just become big. Yeah, old but, and they they so the psychics are forced to to Miki is forced by her other psychic friend. I'm gonna say since I feel like. I'm a good judge of fashion at this point in my transition. Uh, her friend is like great outfits. Like I was, <laughs> I was taking notes, folks. <laughs> oh yeah, Just amazing outfits. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways, they lure this child to its death. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we'll face against Destroyer, and then he'll be okay. And then, like, Godzilla Junior. and Destroyer start fighting, and it's oh, Destroyer just. Fucks Godzilla Jr.'s day up. It's so visceral. Because, like, Godzilla Jr.'s, like, getting a couple hits in and, like, oh, I'm getting my breath. And, like, cutting off a piece of Destroy and everything. But Destroy, like, fucking with his little mandible mouth. Fucking tears, like, a hole in his chest. And Godzilla Jr. is, like, foaming at the mouth at that point. And so, like, they, like... Destroy injected Godzilla Jr. with micro-oxygen that's, like, hurting his insides. So yeah, this shot of him like like fucking like foaming at the mouth, and it's like, fuck. And at that moment, I was like, are they gonna kill Godzilla Junior? And they did. They did. We'll, we'll discuss the ending whether like it'll depend on what. I don't know how you're interpreting the ending. We'll discuss mm-hmm. it when we get there because okay. I think it is a very purposefully ambiguous ending. Yeah. And I want to discuss that, but so it's so yeah, they kill Godzilla Junior, and Godzilla is just. Yes. Yeah, he shows up. He's a he's you know he's lighting up. You can tell like you know we're from the get go. We can tell this is like the finale of this of this era. Yeah. And like, and they're talking like you know shit. Godzilla's like about to explode any minute now, and like we got to get the jets over there to like freeze him because yeah. they freeze him earlier, but it only does some. So they've improved yeah. it. And their idea is we need to freeze him like the moment he's going to melt down. Yes, so they but, so Godzilla and Destroyer are in this prolonged, very fun fight. Oh, it opens with that rearrangement orchestra theme. Yes. Where he comes in, it's like and there's Well, first Godzilla takes a moment to mourn the death of his son, and he like like, Godzilla Jr.'s still moving, and he like, breathes some special, like, atomic breath in there, and like I think... And again, this will very much determ- be determined based on your interpretation of the ending. I think he's taking Godzilla Jr., who is suffering and dying slowly, out of his misery and killing him. That's the kind of thing that I took this as. Because the yeah. implicate the thing is that, you know, the uh, the psychic girls, they leave because, like, oh, no, poor Godzilla Jr., we got to get out of here. And then, like, Godzilla Jr., his eye is open. And he's kind of, like, moving his arm a bit. Yeah. When Godzilla comes over and then breathes the thing. And then his eye, his moving stops and his eyes close. Yeah. So it's, I I kind of interpreted that as, like, he doesn't want to see him in pain anymore. Yeah, he's dead as fuck. And then, like, so Godzilla Jr. is dead. Which is fucking wild. Because, like. Yeah, and then. God. It's, so. Uh, yeah, so it's, then, 
the fight happens and it's just literally Destroya and Godzilla ripping pieces off of each other. It's, it starts with that reorchestra theme. Yeah. And they're like lining up next to each other and it's like, oh shit. Like Destroya's like tear like fucking slicing Godzilla up. Godzilla's blood, guts. Yeah, Godzilla's like clawing at his stomach and like yellow blood is going everywhere and then like uh but yeah so then they get to a point where it's like a stalemate and destroy it tries to escape to retreat but the military well before this i gotta bring up Mm -hmm. the final fight with destroya is one of uh you mentioned this while we're watching it is one of the more dynamic fights in the whole thing yeah like it's it's not like they just smack each other for like 20 minutes it's like at one point Destroya like becomes a bunch of the little guys again and like hordes on Godzilla. Yeah. And that's not something we've seen before in the eyes at least. Yeah. Where it's so good because he's like, oh, he's like trying to fight him off as they're like crawling around him yeah. and like taking bites out of him. But yeah, actually for once, the military kills Destroya. Yeah, they like they freeze him until he like as he's trying to fly away and like keep freezing him until he fucking just plummets and explodes and at first like i was like did they just and bran was like no he's gonna still be alive but he wasn't he was dead yeah and then uh, then godzilla is about to uh explode and they freeze him just in time and so that his radiation is just like centralized to himself and we watch because before that we see like yeah. When he's overloading and he's like doing his final thing with destroy it, his spines are melting. Yes. Like it's fucking brutal. But And so we, yeah. we just watch all of the skin melt off of his skeleton as it fucking just collapses. Surely a a homage to how the first one with like yeah. just the bones. Yeah. Like you see like his flesh and bone like his flesh and skin like slide off. It's a distant shot, so it's not like you're up close with it. But you can clearly tell, like, his bones are there and, like, the rest of his body is just, like, descending out. He might have also killed everyone left in Tokyo. I think they have a line that implies Like, Tokyo that. has now become a ghost town Like or enough, like, like, there was enough radiation to just fucking Chernobyl Tokyo. I think something like that, yeah. So yeah. that, so then we think that's the ending, but there's, like, one more shot. So, like, yeah, the, where they go through, the, they go through, like, the like the fucking or, dust cloud of wreckage. What we do is like if you zoom out you can see like you know the whole Tokyo was like covered in like the smoke and like ice stuff right uh, ice Yeah and M- Miki from the helicopter says uh like, I, the Godzilla's no more or something. Yeah and and we go through and there's a smaller got there's Godzilla in there again and well like it cuts and then the next shot is like yeah, they, this kind of it, it's so ethereal, you can't really yeah. tell where it is. And you just see, like, the clouds and everything. So you don't even see the ground. And then, like, yeah. it zooms in. And there's a Godzilla right there. I And let's talk about interpretation of that a bit. Yeah. Because I do not take that final shot literally. I think it's a representation of the fact that Godzilla's legacy is always going to be a part of... Just Japan's world. history, yeah, especially yeah. In, the, in, this, in this world. Yeah, just their, like, just of their culture and everything. Like, Godzilla's importance 
is never going to go away, even if he does. Like, like if he dies, or if they yeah. stop making movies of Godzilla, or if he, like, ceases to be anything new being made about him, the yeah. cultural impact of Godzilla will still be there. Because they go from that to a smash cut of the credits playing over footage of other Godzilla movies. Of, like, all the best hits, like, the first, yeah. from the first Godzilla. Yeah, they like, play the music that the, um, the English trailer for the original Godzilla movie had. Yeah. The, the, um, the, you know, the English dub one. Yeah. Like, just this huge homage at the end to it. And yeah. what I'm kind of interested in is, yeah, I think I did not read that as, oh, Godzilla's now back to being normal or something. Yeah. With how ethereal the ending thing was, I think that was just kind of like a void. You think like, Godzilla's in heaven? <laughs> the bad. But if Godzilla were one <laughs> of us. Dude. But, like, what I mean is that... It, I think the the environment was abstract enough. It wasn't like, oh, he was right at that spot, and now he's back. So you're t- you were also taking it in a non literal manner. Yeah, I think that's I yeah. think that's supposed to be the theme. Like, I, I will say there is if you're a little kid uh, in Japan who likes Godzilla movies, and you're watching the final Godzilla movie, and you're at this point crying because your favorite character is dead. That could also be interpreted as Godzilla's still alive! And I'm wondering if that was kind of the purpose. That it was kind of like it kind of would go, because they, you know, they thought this was going to be the last one until Final Wars in 10 years. Yeah. And like, this would be like a good send-off where it's like hey, if you want him to be alive he's alive. If you you want to, you know. if you want at least a legacy Godzilla, because I think there's also a strong case that could be made to interpret it as, oh, he wasn't mercy killing Godzilla Jr. He was like saving him. Yeah, and Godzilla, like, that is Godzilla Jr. There, but like the the shot is vague enough where I, you can't really tell what's. I think is. thematically, it's most interesting to not take the last shot literally. I think yeah. it works a lot more cohesively as a whole storytelling wise. If that is a it is just a symbol of. Godzilla's legacy instead. Yeah, because it's like the end of his whole thing. And I I think that's the way, the better way to take from yes. it. Yes. And I want to bring up there, one thing I haven't brought up that I, I saw in like one of the things, there was an alternate ending to this. Not the last shot. Oh. It was, um, you know, in the movie, it's kind of weird that the story gets killed by the military. Yeah. And an alternate ending, I don't know why this was cut or anything. Rodan kills him. Destroyer melts with Godzilla. Oh. Like, they both melt at the same time together. Huh. And I I think thematically that probably would have been better. If it's like that's how he killed him. Yeah. That like, the, you know, like a like you know a suicide charge, like I'm yeah. gonna grab you and we both melt. Yeah. I think I probably would have liked that a little more, but it's fine. Either way, it's fine. Like, destroy Destroya isn't enough of a thematic it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter fully how they deal with it. I think yeah. it's. I think divorcing the actual deaths of both of them from each other, I think works better thematically. I think that that. I think if we're engaging with. If we are engaging with Sirizawa with with the themes of Sirizawa's legacy. Mm then it is stronger to com- it is stronger to have their deaths be completely divorced and show that it was that his sacrifice was all for naught 
than to not do that. I guess that's because it kind of different. It, like I said, it it changes the theming depending on which one it is. Yeah. Because if Destroy is dead because he dies a few minutes before Godzilla does, it's kind of like, you know, this is the last big Godzilla movie. We want to like focus on him at the end. Yeah. Versus that one's like all you know, take out each other kind of thing. Yeah. But wow. Godzilla finally gets one up on the oxygen destroyer. <laughs> Godzilla. Well, I guess now it's Godzilla one, oxygen destroyer one. Yeah. I'll show you for killing my great aunt. <laughs> that was the original Godzilla. <laughs> All right. So, so I think to make it gritty, I think it'd be more interesting to pitch. How would we kill Monsterverse Godzilla? Oh, dang. Because, like, that's... I mean, that that's a finale of an idea. It is. It's like, you kill... If you kill your main character, you can't really keep going with that series. Yeah. At least in the same timeline. So, goodness. Because I think... Because it's, it's kind of interesting to think about. Because Destroya... You know, the MonsterVerse series... The, the, the Oxen Destroyer is there, but it's not like... Yeah. I just... I don't think Destroya would be as interesting of a monster in the MonsterVerse because of what Destroya represents in the... In the actual Godzilla series, yeah. versus he would mean nothing in them. He'd just be another big scary monster. Yeah, which makes you think about what, because pulling from if we're going with like the timeline thing, you know, oh Godzilla twenty fourteen is like the original one of the American ones. Yeah, like what do you like? Is there even anything you could pull from like that? Radioactive Brian Cranston comes back. Oh. <laughs> just a fifth attack of the. 50-foot Cranston. <laughs> Which makes him still, like, up to, like, Godzilla's knees. <laughs> He's like the uh, the Attack Titan versus the Colossal. I mean, he still, just grabs Godzilla's shin. He'd still have a lot more... He'd still have a lot more than... than nor it's a lot easier to kill an ant than a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Both morally and physically. <laughs> I thought you were like purely on a physical level. I mean, both, God. both are true, Brandon. Jesus. So I don't. Th I don't even because I think the big thing that makes this movie work so well is that it's tying into the very first one. You know, but I don't even think you can do that with the Mutos because the Mutos are just. They're just there. Yeah. They're like, they're kaijus, they're beasts, and then that's about it. Like, yeah. I don't... That's kind of the thing. Was like, I don't know how you would pitch a Godzilla death in terms of this. I think... I think the premise of Godzilla is going to explode is a great premise for that. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, it's kind of like... um Godzilla's out there, and he's exploding, and we don't know why. It's kind of the thing where it's like, I love the. I always love the idea in you know the finale of a series or the or you know season three of a of a certain series where a character is like you are giving a definite like you have a year to live kind of thing because it kind of brings in like the tension. Oh boys, I wonder what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, yes. it immediately kind of sets the playing field where it's yeah. like 
oh, like they can't keep this going forever. This is going to end up as this big thing. So like, I think how I would do it would be, my pitch would be Godzilla is going to explode. You can do, I know that there kind of is like a, the burning Godzilla in uh, Destroy All Monsters. Not Destroy All Monsters. King of the Monsters. Yeah, he's, there, he's big and red and glowing. Melts Boston. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'd imagine that one, but instead, let, let's amp it up. And he's, like, white hot. Like, he's, like, glowing white. And let's think about... He's, he's glowing white, and he's doing this. And I think if you'd want it to be, like, this big finale thing, I think Godzilla has to fight every other... Every kaiju that has shown up in the series before this. Huh. Like, give me, like, Godzilla is on a fucking gauntlet with, like, uh, another, King Ghidorah's back somehow. Like, King Ghidorah's back, the fucking Mutos, Kong, or, like, Kong and him were, like, buddies, but, like, Mechagodzilla, like, just this fucking gauntlet of creatures. You can put it somewhere remote, too, like, on the, you know, some sub-Saharan desert or some in the ocean, someplace, like, far away from fucking space. You can do space. But like all these big fights, and it's like and like Godzilla is stronger and more powerful, and it's kind of the thing where Godzilla wouldn't be able to beat these guys if he wasn't super nuclear charged. But then he's gonna die, which makes me think maybe that would maybe that could be his decision kind of thing. Yeah, where like he knows everything's coming, so he like just absorbs this insane level of nuclear energy. Yeah, and like it's just this final blowout where like. He is just fucking melting things with his breath. Like, he's shooting holes through Ghidorah with his atomic breath yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I get you. And it's like this big thing, and then at the end, you know, <laughs> big explosion at the end. Okay, I've actually got a serious pitch for once. Okay, what you got? So, Oh, and Millie Bobby Brown is uh is there, and she's like, Godzilla, here's a, um, here's some, here, <laughs> okay, before you get serious, just please. Millie Bobby Brown collects all of the smoke detectors in the world <laughs> with just enough radioactivity to make Godzilla strong enough. <laughs> okay, so my pitch is, uh, I think, opposite. Okay. We've never had in the MonsterVerse movies a Godzilla alone movie. Okay. We've only had Godzilla fighting other monsters. Mm -hmm. And sure... They purposely picked unmemorable ones like the Mutos for the first round to make it more of a focus, but really hasn't been. It's always been a fight movie. Yeah. So, I think we're, like, in 2070. Okay. And it's... We start with, like, a... Uh, there's, like... We're in this weird, like, government facility of... Uh, and, like, you see these guys, like, doing just menial tasks, like, swabbing floors, uh, having lunch in the mess hall, and, like, I hurt myself today. Okay. And, like, someone, like, grabs two cop, makes two coffees, and he's walking along, and he just brings, and he brings them to an adult, like, in her 50s, Milford Roberta Brown to see if I could really Big scar. Give 
He big scar. And... The MonsterVerse TV series yeah. will show how she got that scar. <laughs> yeah, but so he gives it to her and she's like, oh, thanks, Brian. Uh, anytime, boss. How's the big guy doing today? He's had better days. And she's... And they look and there's this wide, like, glass window and they're looking down in, like, Serena Pit and just an old... Uh, like, an elderly... Uh scarred up, chained like a dog. Godzilla is just oh. lying there. Yeah. What have I become? <laughs> My sweetest friend. But yeah, so that's where Godzilla's at at the beginning of this movie. Okay. And here's the thing. Milford Roberta Brown is now like experimenting on Godzilla. Oh. And she... No longer does she have this childlike wonder about him. Mm-hmm. It's very clinical, and it's hurting Godzilla. And actually, let's... Because I don't want to actually wait till 2070 for this, let's say <laughs> it's Vera Farmiga's back playing adult Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, <laughs> and... But yeah, so... and It's... But, so, this is a prison breakout movie. All right, and Godzilla's is at the halfway point is able to escape the facility, like conjures up enough atomic breath to fucking blow a hole in the side, cut his chain, and like leave, and like it's on the run from the government, trying to track him down, like across the world and they're like at every corner and they're firing him and it's clearly for the first time actually taking a toll on him okay like you see blood and stuff yeah. like when he gets hit by a rocket it's like that's not coming back like it's yeah. a big and, scar and like we get to this foul confrontation where millie body brown is like in like a helicopter and she's like trying to stop him. So, the government had, like, ruled that Godzilla's caused too much damage. We can't trust Godzilla out there alone. Okay. And, like, so, she's been enforcing that. And she's trying to stop him from, like, causing the damage he's causing because he's justifiably pissed at the human race. Oh, yeah. And she's got a helicopter with, like, a big bomb on it. (laughs) And she's flying it towards him. They're gonna drop it on Godzilla. But, like, when they can't drop it, when Godzilla's causing too much of a wreck, she takes the reins and flies it into Godzilla, killing the both of them. That's the end of the monster verse. Damn, I thought of a much more depressing ending to that. <laughs> what? I just out of the top of my mind. Uh, so Godzilla, like you said, he gets hurt and hurt and hurt, right? Yeah. And, oh, oh this is such a sad ending. So my more depressing ending is that Godzilla tries to knock down the building. It's a futuristic, like, neo-city, and he, he's so weak and decrepit from all this damage that he tries to, like, knock down the building, and he moves it, and it, and it, it creaks a bit, but he can't do it. And that's where, and, you know, he falls, and he dies. And that's the ending. Next week, uh, that's it. We could really see destroy. It's fucking awesome. Next week, uh, Cloverfield with a special guest. See you then.